0: Media is a fickle beast. Parents often like to point to violent video games as the culprit for kids acting out, but there isn't a ton of science to back that up. And obviously, it's not every person. I wasn't a huge Grand Theft Auto fan growing up, but I was still playing games like GoldenEye, Perfect Dark, and Halo, all of which involved quite a bit of shooting. And in two of the three games, Aliens. As well. Fun little, fun little quirk there. I don't think media fundamentally changes your behavior, at least not entirely, but it can definitely shape what you believe. Read enough books or articles or listen to enough songs that criticize and condemn a certain group, and well, you might start spinning that same kind of rhetoric. The opposite is true, too. Yes, there's a lot of negativity out there, and navigating through it all can be a real drain on our energy and mindset, but plenty of folks are creating great art that has an underlying message of genuine interactions and a feeling of unity. And that's what we like to highlight here on Good People, Cool Things. Modelo Brown is the founder of Hip Hop Littles, which is bringing cultures together through books, music, style, art, and much more. We're chanting about how he creates the Hip Hop Littles characters, something that surprised him about marketing the brand and his top three 90s cartoons. I'm Joey Held, this is Good People, Cool Things, and here's my conversation with Modelo Brown. can you give us your name and your elevator pitch and the type of elevator that we're riding on
1: my name is brown for sure um the uh, ceo author of hip hop little's and basically my mission is to stand for the underprivileged uh bring hope and represent hope for the hopeless at through you know storytelling and my books clothing music and uh, we have like, you know, uh, animated series, you know, possible movies coming along as well.
0: And where did the idea from this come from? Was there like a particular artist that inspired you, a particular moment, or something like that? Like, where did where did you get the idea for Hip Hop Littles? Uh, I
1: mean, I was a underground hip hop artist in Chicago, and most of my music geared towards uh, friendship, inclusivity, love, relationships, and. No, I've I've always sensed that there was like a a missing of togetherness within our communities, especially living in Chicago. And with all of the violence coming along, it's like at some point we have to create that change. And in order to, you know, push that conversation forward, I wanted to create something that, you know, can be bounded and started with our youth. And with me creating that, it was like, you know, the first the first character started just as a cover art for a song. And, you know, I just figured I could make a clothing line out of this, you know. And once I you know, got to that point, it was like, you know, I need something that's going to draw kids in to really, you know, want to accept this brand as, you know, one of their own or something that they can see and just automatically be like, I want that. That's what I want, you know. And um, I, I truthfully, I didn't think it would even get this much. <laughs> you know, I'm. i being very serious. I didn't. I didn't think it was going to get this far. Truthfully, where 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 my company is now, I'm. I'm surprised every day. You know, at the at the progress that I've made and the impact that my books and my characters and just our our mission statement has impacted on you know people, adults, youth, and it, it's 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 just something that. It's mind-blowing every day.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that's awesome to hear. And you said yeah. how your first character was was made from cover art, and yeah. the Hip-Hop Littles has a whole crew, so there's there's all <laughs> these different characters. What is that process like for creating new characters, and are there more to come, or are you happy with where the crew is now?
1: Uh, and you know what? That's a really good question, too, because <laughs> I get that question a lot. You know, the number one conversation I have with a lot of people be, oh, uh, well, after they see the characters, he's like, "You know what You should create this character. You should create <laughs> this character you know and um uh, so as far as like the the crew and how I came up with you know the character and the characteristics of each one, um the Jordan is actually like my baby picture. that's kind of like where it started. So I am you know Jordan, and Jordan basically lived my life, you know, through his eyes. But we use it and I implement it in a childlike perspective so that, you know, a child wouldn't see the adult violence. You know, they'll see, you know, the violence from a children's perspective, which is maybe like something like, you know, being pushed in school or, you know, and it's just kind of like reiterating that to something that they can understand. And the characters are basically how I came up with the characters was I wanted to to stick with like the five main ethnicities. Right. And, um, you know, with that, it's like, I, I wouldn't mind growing into bringing other characters in, but I feel like I want it. Like, I have like 10 dominant characters. Um, my five to six main characters. Um, I feel like those are like my strong characters within like my series, my books and the, and the, um, animated series that I plan to put together, but we do have like an extra four relationship characters. And I wouldn't mind bringing in different, you know, different cultures, different ethnicities to, you know, different races into the series, but I don't know if I'll make them dominant characters. I probably want them to just be um, like features inside of, you know, the hip hop little series.
0: Now, I think one of the things that intrigued me about hip hop littles is someone with, you know, it seems like I'm always working on four or five different things at once is all of the different things that encompass the hip hop Uh littles brand. Like you said, you've got the books, you've got the clothing line, you've got the animated series, you've done events, you've got music, like it's it's all of these things coming together. So how do you balance all of the things? And have you found like, as you're working on, let's say like the clothing line versus the books, Mm -hmm. like is one of them more difficult than the other? Or are you like, I can do this all pretty easily (laughs) yeah they um one is way
1: more difficult than the other honestly the most difficult part about my job is is actually being the CEO you know that's probably the most difficult part but the battle between my creativity and today's metaverse you know it's that's probably the battle because I don't me, I'm not. Never, I never been a person to follow trends. So you know, they always say you got to stay updated with you know with what's going on nowadays. And it's like, I love the the natural hip hop feel of hip hop. Little, so I don't want it to be the the over excessive violence and the, you know basically the culture that hip hop is driven to nowadays. So I wanted I wanted to keep it you know at a certain in a certain realm. So you know, with with the hip hop that I create and like the music, I plan to you know turn this whole thing into something heavier. But uh, I would probably say the most difficult part is really getting people to not look at hip hop littles from a from a present hip hop perspective. You know, because okay. Okay. yeah, I don't want them to see it and be like, oh well, nowadays hip hop only talks about violence, they talk about killing, they talk about, you know, selling drugs. I want them to look at it from the uh, a visionary perspective, more so like, you know, not judging the book by its cover, for the most part. You know, you, you take this book and you really, you take these books, I should say, you read into them and you see why and how these characters, you know, are developed and why they play the roles that they do. So that's probably, like, the most difficult part, I would say, about creating everything that I'm doing.
0: The new book, Nona's Nerves, just came out. And you said Jordan's based on you. Who's Nona based on?
1: Uh, Nona's not really based on anyone. If I was to... Yeah, she's not really based on anyone. She's kind of based off of just a creative aspect because this is, like, how I kind of put these characters together is... They're all real life, like, you know, have real life characteristics. So my idea was I wanted each one of the hip hop little characters to resemble a real child, you know? So when they read these books, because every every hip hop little will have their own uh, exclusive book that, that dedicates to them and their own personal struggles. And I wanted the kids who read these books to be like, hey, that's me. Mm mm-hmm. And I wanted that moment. So when I created them, I created it for out of the hip hop scheme, which is more as like when you think about hip hop, you think about, you know, there has to be a videographer, right? There has to be a singer. There's a rapper. There's a hype man, which is like a best friend. And then you have a choreographer. You know, that's what hip hop littles is. So known as the singer out of hip hop littles. But she has her own very lifelike characteristics that can apply to the everyday child, and that's why I created the books the way I did because they teach life lessons on like you know depression um racism um anxiety and and there will be more down the line as we go so yeah, that's kind of like how I uh created every character
0: Can we get a scoop? Do you have the next book in mind already?
1: I do the next book will be uh based off Ryan, which is George's
0: best friend. Um, okay. What's the what's the theme of that one? Or can we not uh, give depression. away too much? <laughs>
1: no, nah, I mean I won't give you,
0: I won't give you the ins and outs, but
1: it's based off depression. And uh he Ryan Ryan has a podcast. So, you know, he's going through a whole depression statement. I'm not gonna dig too
0: far into it, but that's kinda like how it's gonna end up playing out. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it good stuff now you mentioned you've been surprised at the growth of hip-hop levels has there been something from like a marketing perspective or even just kind of like an organic perspective that has worked really well that kind of surprised you
1: yeah uh truthfully um i would say when i had an event so me i'm i'm really big on like manifestation you know and saying things and actually seeing them it will come to life and the thing about that to me is like I don't say them so they come to life but that's just the way my life is always planned out you know my mom says the same thing she's like I'm really surprised that everything you always say you want to do what's going to happen it literally happens I don't know how I really can't explain it like seriously <laughs> I can't but it just does for me Um, but I always told like my staff I say one day I would like for us to, you know, just be out maybe having on a celebration dinner, something in that aspect. And someone may maybe like send us a bottle of champagne just because they know who we are and they know what we're about, you know, and we represent hope for the hopeless act And I had a magazine release party um, a few years back um, and a guy approached my director and he was like, you know, hey, what do you guys got going on? This, 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 and this. And my my director told him, and my director came to me and said, hey, this guy asked, can he buy us a bottle? And I was like, he was like, do we get it? Do we accept it? I'm like, I'm like, well, if he wants to, it's fine. Like, it's that's up to him, right? So um my director goes over to the guy, talks to him, and I'm I'm speaking with um, you know, a family member, I think, at the time. So I walk over to my assistant. And I'm talking to her, so my director comes to me, he shows me the bottle, it's a bottle of Dom Perignon. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know, that's like a three, $400 bottle, you know. Okay, fine. You know, I go over, I meet the guy, introduce myself, um, autograph the magazine for him, he was just like, congratulations, you know. He like, I don't really know the ins and outs of everything that you do, but I can tell that you know, what you guys are doing is great, it's amazing. Congratulations on everything you got going on. So, It was just like that moment. I was just like, wow, like everything that I say that I'm going to do, it happens. And, you know, and that was me having the front cover of a magazine. And it it still surrounds around my brand and what we stand for and what we do. But, you know, that and when 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 I visit schools and parents just be like, oh, he has such an impact on my child. My child came home and he couldn't stop talking about him. Those be the moments that I look for when I, you know, when I'm doing everything that I'm
0: doing. Yeah, I was gonna ask what's the best compliment you've gotten, but I feel like uh, you just kind of <laughs> covered that there. I'd, I'd say getting a bottle bought for you too. It's pretty good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially a uh, very expensive bottle. At that, it was, it was, it was, it was definitely mind blowing. I was, I was surprised, and I'm like, I still have the bottle, like literally right here, right now today. I never opened it.
0: I don't think I ever will. <laughs> No i think yeah, I think that's like a, a memento you keep forever,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no way I'll be at over that bottle. I have to keep it
0: <laughs> okay so <laughs> since since you have been uh, you're also you know an underground rapper you've you've done gigs before you've been to concerts, I always like to ask mm-hmm. any musician this what was your worst gig
1: uh, my worst gig was probably this event where I was, I was. They, they had me scheduled to go on stage to perform. And they told my manager at the time, like, yeah, you know, we're going to make sure he gets on while we have the crowd here. And I'm at the event where we're, we're, we're backstage and I have all of you know, my friends and supporters come out. And literally they had maybe, I don't know how many acts go on before me, how many performances go on before me. It's just like we're sitting around and we're like, you know, what's going on here? Like, at what point and what time are we supposed to go So it was completely just unorganized. And that was probably, like, my worst, like, uh, experience as far as performing. But me, I I took music in as just a relief. You know what I'm saying? Something to just express myself, my thoughts, and my life. I really didn't, you know, ex- I, I wanted to be, you know, big and huge, at one point, when I was younger, like I just imagined that stage, but you know, as I grew and I created something else, it's like I had to learn how to write music in order to create what I'm creating now, you know, and with me doing that, it kind of i I found out what my stage
0: was it wasn't the stage that I always wanted it was
1: a different one, so i kind of I kind of
0: understand it now and and like you said it. I'm sure it makes the creation process now at least a little bit easier, having having had all that. It
1: it does from a musical perspective. Like, this is, like, hip-hop littles is not just, you know, people see it and they just think about, you know, books and clothes, you know what I mean, when they mm-hmm. think about it. For, for the most part, they just think about books because that's what's, you know, in circulation right now. But, like, this is a whole whole new phenomenon
0: here that's being built. And you've kind of touched on this throughout, but a question I always like to ask is a question you wish you were asked more frequently. And I think you, you kind of alluded to this. I don't know if you actually gave it of the mission statement um, and the overall mission that you're building with hip hop littles. I mean, the overall
1: goal is to be Walt Disney for the culture. You know what I mean? So that's where everything like, when well, you see everything that I'm building like and in, in the books that I'm writing, the books that I'm writing, I'm not just writing them just because it's just something I do. I feel like, you know, Walt Disney, and in, in, in no shade to Walt Disney at all because I love Walt Disney personally, you know what I mean? I love everything that they're doing, and it's definitely an inspiration for me. Um, You know, but I also feel like, you know, I came from a different background, a different environment. And, you know, we didn't really have a Magic Kingdom, what well, I'm saying, where I grew up at. And so I wanted to be that. I wanted to bring that to the, uh, our neighborhoods. And in order for me to do that, I had to have the knowledge and the understanding of, like, I've always been an artist, you know, of, of all art and an, appreci- an appreciator of all art. So um, my plan, you know, was to, you know, build the Walt Disney for the underprivileged. Yeah, you know I mean, like there's there's a lot of kids who feel as though like they know what they want to be, but they really don't know how they get there. You know, in, in our neighborhoods, it's either you rap or you play ball when there's so much talent, you know, that's inside of, you know, our communities, Rather, whether it's violence or whatever the case may be. You know, there's still a, a large amount of passionate people, you know, that come from these neighborhoods who have talent. So I, I want to be able to bring that along with me and uh, everything that I'm building to,
0: that's fantastic. On the topic of Walt Disney, have you seen all these? Um, I don't even know what to call them, like unofficial uh, versions, since the Walt Disney copyright um, ended on some of the like Steamboat Willie characters.
1: No, nah, like I have just...
0: Oh, there. I just, I just remember one. It was like basically Mickey. So it's like you know the the like rogue version of Mickey, um, the okay. old Steamboat Willie. The copyright for that and like a lot of the original Disney characters just went into the public domain. So, wow. like, right when that happened, I think on New Year's Day, and people have just been, like, going rogue with it. Like, I saw one where it was basically this whole um, tra- movie trailer for, like, a murderous Mickey. And I'm <laughs> just, like, I'm sure that's exactly what Walt Disney had in mind when he was <laughs> starting his <laughs> character. Oh, wow. No, i never seen it. I definitely have to find, it, find a way to yeah, look p- it up. It's, it's things like that that make me... Um, I guess thankful for the uh, the internet. Sometimes sometimes people oh, yeah. are going, doing bad things and and yelling, but then you see creativity. I'm like, okay, we're not we're not completely doomed, which is good. Yeah,
1: and that never fails, and and that's that's the thing too. You have to always always protect the brand. You always have to protect the brand because but at, in this day and age, there's so many creators. Is you know, so many people make memes and have so many followers. It's it's unavoidable. In a certain se- in a certain sense, you know what I mean. You have to literally in our society, everybody's so sensitive. Oh, you yeah. know, so you got to watch what you say, what you do, what you post, especially if you're uh, a mogul or or influencer in any kind of way. You no, know? so it, it, it's it's
0: it's it's horrible, but it's what it is. All right, well, modella, you're almost off the hook here, and we're gonna go back to a simpler time cool. before the internet was pervasive in all of our homes, and we're gonna okay. get your top three. 90s cartoons uh, My top three 90s cartoons Oh man I, I would have to
1: say Rugrats for sure Was number one um, A lot of people don't remember Like Life of Louie I think Life of Louie was hilarious oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that show was hilarious Me personally um, Man Another Looney Tunes for Sure Looney Tunes I probably put Looney Tunes up first actually because this being able to, you know, understand and enjoy a cartoon without being vocally, you know, inspired is is heavy
0: to me. Absolutely. Did you have a favorite character in Looney Tunes? From
1: like Looney Tunes? Yeah. I'd probably say Pepe Le Pew probably like my favorite one yeah I just
0: said, that was my favorite growing up too i was like i love <laughs> <Le> Pew,
1: <laughs> yeah i probably had to say peppy little was my favorite one and and that kind of like and that kind of like transitions over to why i'm who i am and why i build what i build you know what i'm saying just off the characteristics
0: of him. i love it and i love hearing rugrats too because that was that was definitely a show i watched all the time and a good full circle moment the like very first podcast i had which was like 10 years ago uh, I got to oh, chat with E.G. Daly, who's the voice of Tommy Pickles. Uh, really. All, all kinds of other things. It was great.
1: Uh I we gotta we gotta have that, have that three-way conversation. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> it, we'll it, 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 yeah, yeah. We definitely need that three-way conversation. So Mary talked talk because that would that would be that would be surprising for sure. Cause that was that was my that was my cartoon back then. And people yeah, be like- trying to compare hip hop little to Rugrats. I've had it all the time.
0: no comparison no comparison rugrats is phenomenal man that's always the thing too it's like people I'm like it can be its own thing like it doesn't have to you don't have to always be comparing it to something else
1: exactly that's exactly what I'm saying it it doesn't have to be a battle at all like you know I I respect rugrats highly because there's it's so many things that, that I was taught from an educational aspect and like friendship and everything when I watch the rug, right? So it, it's always
0: been my show to
1: come in and watch after school. Yes. Yeah, when I had,
0: I was just thinking about this with, uh, I was talking to my mom earlier, and I don't know why this popped in my head, but I'd eat a bagel with cream cheese after school every day, <laughs> every day. And I was like, this is not, not good for kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, what was the thing about it? What was the thing about the bagels and cream cheese?
0: Everything? I guess it was just like a comfort thing. But yeah, I'd like come home, I'd watch some cartoons, eat my bagel and cream cheese, get homework done and, and be ready for bed on time. And that was that was like what I'd look forward to after school and just carbo-loading. I guess I was incidentally training for a marathon that I eventually ran, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, that's what's up. So like what,
0: I mean, just from your
1: perspective, like when you see the brand like what was your idea like what what did you kind of get from checking out the background of uh what I'm building
0: the thing that jumped out to me I think is the the messaging of positivity and inclusivity which is like I think so hard to pull off like it can almost feel forced sometimes and almost like inauthentic and I didn't get that sense at all like I felt like you were speaking from a place of like this is genuinely you know what I believe what I'm trying to promote and trying to share that with others, I think is, is so cool. And I think that comes across really nicely, both in, both in the clothing and the books. Yeah. Um, and look forward to, to seeing some more good stuff. Oh, more of this stuff
1: coming. Like it'll be an update. within like a week, I have a lot of new brand under new clothing I've been designing. So it's going to be a lot of more clothing put up a lot of more marketing and promotion. Uh, I'll be dropping the I'll be dropping the third book, the cover of the third book. Uh, next Sunday.
0: Okay. Okay. Excellent. Well, we'll have, we'll have show notes for, for all of it. And okay. in the meantime, if people want to check out hip hop littles, where can they go? Please follow us. Please, please follow us at hip hop littles on Instagram,
1: Facebook, and visit us at hip That's exactly where you get all your information. Books are available everywhere and anywhere. All you have to do is just Google either hip hop littles, the title of one of the books, Amazon Barnes and Noble, we're available everywhere. I love it. Well, Modella, thank you so much for taking the time to chat. This was great. Oh, thank you for having me all the time. I'm not willing to come back whenever you need. Me. Of course. And you stay warm up there too, man. It's I'm, I'm it's gonna try. I might wonder. be knocking on your door soon. It's gonna stay like this cold.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got we got the warm twenty-five degree weather down here. You can come on. <laughs> yeah, that's better
1: than negative twenty-five. Believe it.
0: <laughs> well, of course we gotta wrap up with a corny joke. As we always do, and I I tried to make it a little branded here. What did the game say when Fifty Cent gifted him a handmade sweater?
1: Um, did it only cost Fifty Cent? That's all I could think of. I, like, I
0: like it. <laughs> uh, similar, similar. Gee, you knit. Good afternoon, oh. <laughs> That was lit. That was lit. Okay, <laughs> I got you.